In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Thursday of the 32nd week in ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 10th day of November 2022. Today we celebrate the memorial of St. Leo the Great. May we call upon the Spirit of God to come dwell it with us. Come, Holy Ghost, Creator, come from thy bright heavenly throne. Come, take possession of our souls and make them all thy own. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is Be Reconciled. Be Reconciled. The first reading today is taken from the letter of St. Paul to Philemon, chapter 1, from verse 7 to verse 20. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Luke, chapter 17, from verse 20 to verse 25. We celebrate today the memorial of Saint Leo the Great. Who was Saint Leo the Great? Elected Pope in the year 440, Leo the Great or Leo the First shepherded the church during the most difficult times. He confronted and turned back the Attila, turned back Attila the Hun witnessed the vandal sack of Rome, and through it all, he cared for the people. His beautiful and profound homilies gave the Christian community courage and strength in living their Christian faith amidst the trials and difficulties. Fittingly, he has been called Pope Leo the Great, he died in the year 461. This is the person we celebrate today. And uh, like I said today, the title of my homily is Be Reconciled. There is a common saying in Africa, United will stand, divided will fall. Beloved children of God, as God's own children, and by God's own children I mean those who profess faith in the Creator God, those who are out pursuing values that are healthy for the human society, we are called to be united, to be reconciled, and to be one. For it is together as one that we are able to attain the great things we desire in life, not just for ourselves, but for our society and for humanity. Today, St. Paul, in the first reading, writing to Philemon from prison, appeals to Philemon to receive back his slave Onesimus, who ran away and upon meeting Paul and appealing to Paul. Paul writes to his own spiritual son, Philemon, urging him passionately to receive the young man Onesimus. And receiving Onesimus no longer as a slave, but as a brother, as a son. As he would treat Paul, so should he treat Philemon. This was the appeal of St. Paul. 
This was happening at a time that the early Christians were faced with a whole lot of, you know, persecutions and challenges. And their oneness at heart and in spirit strengthens them to stand resolutely in times of trials and persecutions. So St. Paul is trying to make Philemon understand that they have to stand united in the value that they believe in, in the value that they prize themselves in, and in the value they stand to defend if they must come out successful. Dear children of God, we are also called to the same life that St. Paul or Jesus and appeals to Philemon to imbibe. The life of oneness, the life of reconciliation, the life of forgiveness, the life of tolerance, the life of united force in virtue. Beloved children of God, unless we are united, the world will continue to overtake us in vices, in evil, in wickedness, in dividing us and in destroying us. We must all come together as one, and our unity and our oneness is not to be understood in terms of geographical location, becoming one, geographically speaking, is not to be reduced to being one in ethnicity, in culture, in worldview, or even a religion as such. But coming together as a people who believe in principles and in the values of the kingdom of God. This is what Jesus is trying to bring to the fore in the gospel of gospel reading today. That he discourages us to not to be misled or to be carried away by those who will tell us the kingdom of God has come. The kingdom of God is here. Because the kingdom of God will not appear in the way and manner anticipated by the world or by human beings. It is already in our midst. We are to make this kingdom present to others. And the only way we can do that is to be united in the values of the kingdom of God. When we are united, for instance, in love, in kindness, in mutual respect for all, in pursuing justice, equity, and fairness for all, in making sure there is no discrimination, in fighting against oppression of every kind, in fighting against racism, will make the presence of God more present, the presence of the kingdom of God most present and more felt in our society of today. Dear children of God, we are all charged, therefore, to get up on our feet and begin to promote the values of the kingdom of God. For when we are divided, we are easily taken advantage of. We will begin to find ourselves vulnerable and gullible. And so the world will begin to present to us, this is the Messiah, that is the Messiah. Because we are no longer united in the values and in, of the kingdom of God and in virtue, we can easily get confused and easily get misled. And that is what is happening to many Christians today. They are running from pillar to pole in search of solutions to problems. And here they come today because one says, I am the Messiah, I am the prophet, I have answer to all your questions, I have solution to all your problems, I am your godsend. And when they come to that place and they follow that person for a period of time and they see that that person is actually a, a, a fraud, they leave that supposed Messiah in search of an, another. 
But when we are united in virtue and in the promotion of the values of the kingdom of God, evil will find it more difficult to thrive. And by the time we begin to promote virtue and all that made for the good of the common of the common people and the entire human race, you will see it that the children of God will begin to flourish and prosper, not just in virtue, not just in holiness, but even in the material wellness. Dear children of God, let us therefore go all out as agents of reconciliation, bringing together into one fold the household of God. Start from your home and your family to promote peace, to promote reconciliation. You cannot, because one does not share in your worldview or in your style of pursuing a particular cause that is noble and that is good, that is um, valuable for all humanity, begin to fight those who are pursuing the same cause simply because they are not of the same worldview with you. We must all come together to fight against the evil of our time, to fight against all the canker worms that has eaten deep into the fabrics of our society, to fight against all the forces that have stood against the well-being of humanity in our time. We must come as one and be united in love, in compassion, and in kindness. We must lend support to the family system. We must lend support to all structures, all institutions in the human society that promote godly values and virtue. Let us therefore become agents of unity and love, reconciliation and peace, forgiveness and compassion. Let us become agents and promoters of justice and equity, fairness and stand against every form of evil and um, ungodliness and we shall find peace and mercy in the sight of God. Let us be reconciled for to united we stand but divided with fall. May God help us that we may be truly agents of his own reconciliation, reconciliation in God's own terms, not an, uh, in our own terms, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.